Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes, I think it starts with your show. Welcome to the Valley Cast. Um, this, this is a great time. It's my great time. We're about to have a really great time, and I can't wait great to tell you time. why. And if you're watching the video version of this podcast, you already know. And actually, if you've read the title of it, you probably know. And if you've seen the tweets and the socials, <laughs> they're tagged, then you definitely know. So there's no chance you're hearing this and you don't know that our good friend, Sage Ryan, is here. Oh, hello. Sage is here. <laughs> I'm really so bad. glad no to your audio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, I would like that portion to be pulled from his local recording track so I can make it my voicemail. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. As you We'll figure it out. Should. Hi, Sage Ryan. Hi. Hello, friends. It's good to see you. It's good great to see you, Sage. You. Thank you for being here. How are Happy you doing to. today? You've I'm had doing a long day. wonderful. I have always a long day. All days are long. Uh, time <laughs> is endlessly suffering. Tell us um, about it. Yeah. Yeah, I did a morning show this morning. I started by talking about morning uh, gaming news and such. Been going since 6 a.m. Hey, wait a minute. Hit us, what is hit this us with show some of those, the best headlines. What channel oh. is it on? Oh, oh my. Start with the promo. Uh, it's on twitch.tv slash Pixel Circus. It is a channel that I started with my friends because uh, I was at a really horrific job that was terrible to me and I was making content that I was excited about, but I didn't Arby. get to get there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got to leave uh, a soulless corporation to start um, nonsense with my friends. Arby's. Uh, I got to leave Arby's. Yes. Uh, very proud of Let's that. Let's cut and to a clip. No. <laughs> called Pixel Circus. And we do a show called It's Too Early in the Mornings where we. Uh, I mean, look, I call it news, but it's really just whatever I want to talk about that day. Sometimes it's like actually important gaming news, but most of the time it's um, a weird thing that happened on TikTok that I want to talk about. Sage, what is the coolest thing you talked about this morning? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Oh, okay. Uh, Look, y'all are going to hear this again because there's uh, somebody made a knockoff of Super Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've heard about it. Let's let's look at it Mm because you shared something with us. Here, I'll share it with you guys. And then we'll <laughs> this this will be recorded into the episode so that Ryan can add it. We're just Excellent. doing a mini version of your show now. <laughs> yeah, it's good yeah. to be back. I'd like to welcome Sage Ryan and her show to the program. All right, so what are we looking at here, Sage? Okay, um, so this is a mobile app that was made to rip off Super Smash Brothers and like shamelessly, like literally put in no I mean, effort it. to not touch copyrights. Uh, so of course, naturally it was taken down pretty quickly, but before they could do so, people captured all this lovely footage of the, for some reason, voice lines that they recorded for like all of the characters. So oh, if like, I, so um, like any of these, like I could just click this one? Yeah, like Jigglypuff. I don't like talking very much. <laughs> I admire him. So. Uh, oh. Treasure oh my. box. It's my- I'm the boss here. It's time for me to show up. <laughs> I have something important to tell you in advance. The game is over. I have something important to tell you in advance. <laughs> Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff goes, you cannot separate me from sleeping and eating. <laughs> it's time to show up. 
Yep, that's my favorite worst. Sorry, just kidding. They put on Kirby, which makes no sense. Stop correcting me. Stop correcting me. Alright, that's pretty great. It's so, it's also random. It's like, I hate school. Yeah. Mega Man has another line where he says, taste my bullets. Dude, I, can I tell you something? I mean, that's pretty badass. That's, that's a yeah. cool thing to say. I'm going to say it's that. It's time for me to show up. <laughs> about you taste my bullet. Actually, it's pretty sexual. I probably won't say that. All right, I, moving on. I feel like some of my favorite comedy is when you do stuff like that. When you're like, yeah. like the foods menu. You guys remember the foods menu? Like someone created this like fake, oh man, if you guys don't know what this is, I would Yo, love to Do y'all remember food? You guys remember what food is? Hang on, I've got a I've got a food. <laughs> Please turn around. Your background disappeared. I've got a foods menu. It's gonna probably disappear again. Hang on. <laughs> so I have a foods menu that a fan, a source-fed fan, made me years ago, and it's on my fridge because it's it's just one of the funniest things ever. Hang on, hang. I'll be yes. right back. I would love to. I would love to see it. He'll be back. He'll be back. So the the story goes is that somebody made that that game and it got taken down by Nintendo because Nintendo's like, uh-uh, not on Nintendo's watch, yeah. but not Nintendo Game & Watch, which was a character in the actual Smash Brothers, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Nintendo and their mm-hmm. anti-copyright stances. Yeah. Uh, shockingly, <laughs> Nintendo was not super cool with there being a dark Mario that says, where is your god when you need him? But like... <laughs> oh my so goodness funny. gracious. I would have thought they'd wonderful. be super cool with that's that. That's wonderful. <laughs> Okay, so so here's I don't talk much. (laughs) (laughs) I I got something to say to you later. (laughs) I'm gonna be about ten minutes late. Okay, so here's the foods. It's a journey in food taste from mouth to toilet, traveling the ultimate expanse of Greco Japan Pan American dining experience. (laughs) (laughs) So this is something that was on the internet, like pre click hole and and pre whatever this is, this Super Smash Brothers thing, definitely pre that. And, um, and then they made a book that you can buy that I also have, but this is the menu that they put online and someone printed it out for me like an actual menu. Wow. You guys got to hear some of the food items Please, here. please. These are some of the, be- this is some of the, the appetizers. Mm-hmm. Crabbed chicken dunkers. Six hot dog wieners. <laughs> All right. Cream bags and pepper slippers. Nope, I don't want them. Cream bags? No, I'll Cheese. take six hot dog wieners and a cream bag. Cheese and fish. Nope. Nope. Uh, then there's, oh, there's the devil's meat cup, which is christened <laughs> with a side of grayed chicken spikes. Grayed? <laughs> Right, yeah. That's great. Okay, how about some of the some of the uh, entrees? Oh, yeah. please. There's oh yes, I'd love to hear what the special is. Clumps of turkey is what we have. Oh, <laughs> and that's on a bed of heavy tomato scum and served with softened rice poles. Oh man. <laughs> Here, honey. You know what, honey? I'll order for you. Okay. Oh please, I've never been before, okay. so I'm a little nervous. Yeah, so she'll have the shitty chicken. and for the kids ah the kids let's see um how about a couple of crab dorks and (laughs) (laughs) oh you know what i think little tommy is gonna love the mammal ribs 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, um, my, my, my daughter is gluten-free. Yeah. Do you have any options for her? Yeah, we have a secret item with surprise bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's oh, great. Man. Uh, Crab dorks is great. I would like to title the episode uh, Crab uh, dorks. Crab dorks, yeah. Oh my uh, goodness. Chicken is also very good. Chicken, crab, chicken, yeah. I crab dorks food. and a gluten free surprise. I, I know, and none of that food, is appetizing. And you just made it so much worse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's also oh, some sweets man. in here. You guys want to know what, what the sweets are? We, we got to go for dessert. a whole mango, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also a bowl of Norman paste, which is oh, apparently nice, yeah. topped with Irish freckles. <laughs> God. This person's good with words. Oh, and here we yeah. are for the kids. Tiny clumps of turkey, boinkies in a hat. <laughs> Is tiny clumps of turkey similar to the, yes. the main entree of big clumps? It's of... just a kid's I love portion. that. That's great. Mm -hmm. Smaller portions. Full yeah. portion, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm going to- Steve, are there any, are there any drinks? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Are there any drinks? <laughs> oh, the there's menu? drinks, my friend. In the flavored wets section. <laughs> Uh, we have 10% soda. Okay, that's interesting. That. We have, Strong. for the adults, we have a Yankee Poison. All mm. right, all right. Yep, uh, my southern bones. We have some fresh ripped juices. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a Dalmatian. Oh, the kids might like this. There's a Dalmatian milk fat Arbor Day Ale. Alcohol-free. <laughs> the kids might love it. It's out, There's no alcohol in there. And Elliot, oh, if you don't mind, I feel like you're yeah. really gonna like the plain alcohol, the 24 ounce. <laughs> plain rubbing alcohol. And Sage, if you don't mind, because I love this place and I think I know yeah. you well enough. Please. Can we get her the big bitch Sheffield Fitz? <laughs> we'll edit that part out. Sheffield Fitzen. Dang, that that um, is Steve. There is a reason delight. it's on your fridge. That is that is some next level. Uh, what'd you say? It was a fan gift or something? It's a fan like that? gift. Holy yeah, very good. Jesus, yeah. I don't yeah. think. And putting it, it on the fridge. One. It's one of my favorites. on the fridge is yeah, and having it like you are going to order takeout from there <laughs> yeah. if you get hungry. It's a little extra joke on top of it. Yeah. It's really nice. Because right, you gotta have just... a game night, so then everyone would be like, oh, you wanna order it some. Yeah, yeah, old food yeah. is so good. It's here in Sherman Oaks. You guys gotta try it. Just pick, it. pick what you yeah, want, Steve. <laughs> Will you do that? that? Oh my god! Exactly, that Please do that. Exactly something that would be like in LA. Oh yeah. Yeah, we yeah. we need to do a video where you do that. We have people in the office. We're gonna like we're get, we're all getting vaccinated. We're almost done. We're gonna start having like game videos in the office again. We bring a bunch of people over that have never seen that menu, and that's the actual video we're making yeah. is you giving them that menu and forcing them all to order their lunch off of it. <laughs> exactly. Joe, I, I don't think that you're implying that some of our friends don't watch every episode of the Valley Cast. <laughs> what? We'll have to tell yeah, them not attention. to listen to this one, especially this because one. Just let them know. our I'll special let them know. guest, Sage Ryan, is here. And Sage, I don't want to get too far away into the shenanigans that us boys can slip and slide right into. Sure. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk a little bit more about you, Sage. Because oh, my. I think... We've had you on the show. I've done yeah. this, yeah. But, uh, it, well, I have done it once actually since quarantine, but it was the very beginning of quarantine. Yeah. I remember because I was moving, yeah. my entire apartment was empty. So we talked a lot about your past, and we talked about <laughs> things that you were in and uh, 
how you were a child actor and yeah <laughs> that was awesome but sure now did. i want to talk about She's, she seems comfortable i want to talk about, yeah she loves talking about it and love she loves it. she loves when we get specific about some of the things she i love to reminisce i love entering into a virtual movie night with my friends and having them watch clips of me as a child listen but you have to understand the thing that we watched in the vr theater with everyone there including you was something we all love already so it wasn't like we were watching it just to like make fun of you or something. We were watching yes. it cuz we love it and you're in it. Which just so it just makes it that much better. Which one we was also, it? We also I believe watched the clip the first time I was on the Valley cast. It'll never I'll never be able to escape it. We just for for the sake for Sage's sanity, which uh -huh. would be a great line of jewelry if you want to start that. Um I, Sage's sanity. I give you permission. You, you can write that Thank down. You. Yeah. you can write that down and we'll give you a second if you need to write that down. Yeah, actually, hold on. Are you barely hanging on? Sage's sanity. <laughs> Sorry, I type very slow. I'm about to show up. <laughs> Sage's sanity. Sage's sanity. I'm about to show up. To respect Sage and her um, uncomfortably visible uncomfortability, we will not talk about her child star days. In fact, what I would like to talk to you about on this show, on this episode, is your current days, your present days. We are kind of into uh, a year and a half almost of quarantine. Yes. We're, Shut up. And uh, <laughs> we're all getting our vaccinations and stuff like that. And you've been hustling and working very hard this entire time. Uh, what have you been up to and how are you doing during this thing? And how are you doing right now? You know, Steve, you and I set a rule at the very beginning of the pandemic <laughs> about how we would address asking how each other were doing. Yeah, but that was like six months ago. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No, that was like a year ago. Oh, this God. pandemic's gone yeah. on forever. Um, I'm going to pass know, out. As far as like living in a Pantera, um, I feel like <laughs> as a general, I'm doing pretty well as far as someone can do in a panini. Like yeah, at you, this point, just get them all out. I'm <laughs> very fortunate that like my job is on the internet. So like it didn't affect me that much. Like I miss being in a studio and being with people. But uh, about a month ago, I got to start going back into studio for the first time since uh, the day before lockdown. Um, which has been bananas. I feel hungover every morning after a shoot because I just have so much energy from being around other humans. Yeah. I'm so excited about it that I get home and I'm like gripping the sides of my chair. And by the next morning, I wake up dead. Wake up dead. Yes. Wake up dead. Yeah. Which is also one of the lines from that Mario game. <laughs> I wake up dead. <laughs> or it could be another jewelry line, Sage. Wake up dead if you'd like. Uh, I like Yeah, that I've one been a lot. seeing uh you've been okay. you've been in a number of um of of Smosh yeah. stuff things. And I love that because you're fitting in so perfectly with, with them and Iffy's all over it in that stuff now yeah. too. And I, it make it warms my heart to see all the little all my little friends playing together and doing fun things. Yeah, it's been amazing. So that's where I've been getting to go into studio. We did a huge charity stream uh, at the beginning of this week, which feels like forever ago. Uh, we raised $15,000 for the Asian Law Caucus and like that's five awesome! hours, which was um, really, really generous to support the AAPI community. Uh, but it's also like, I, I'm fully vaccinated at this point. A lot of uh, the people that get to be in studio there are. How's your tail? Oh, you know what? It's coming in nicely. I was expecting Great. more lizard and I got more bunny. Oh, lucky. 
kind of cool. Aww. I like it. That's awesome. <laughs> Great yeah. Wi-Fi reception. And the, the how's in my that? Neck. I want to talk about that Wi-Fi that because wifi. you know I thought the 5G people were crazy, but honestly. Uh-huh. My 5G signal is stronger than my Ethernet. <laughs> and I've signal. never, and I've never been gayer. I'm like, woo! <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the pandemic uh, also made me like 150% gayer. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How could it not? It, yeah. Living through a pen and teller will do that to you. We spend I, a lot of time alone in our apartments, and we're just like, man, women, though, right? Oh God. <laughs> I, I I wanted to 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 agree with you, but like I think I became straighter. Interesting. Because of all of the wonderful people who have started OnlyFans accounts and things like that. Fair. And um, it's wonderful to be graced by your beautiful friends on your timelines. It's like, wow, what a gift. What a yeah. gift. Fair. Absolutely. <laughs> I uh, I also, during my show this morning, definitely was telling um, a very embarrassing story of, this is going to be a stark contrast from first saying, I 100,000% support sex workers. Uh, but I was also telling the story of Steve and I in a VR strip club last night. Uh, I'm glad you brought room. that up. <laughs> this, sounds, this sounds interesting. I'm glad you yes, brought that I'm up because I actually- going to listen. I have a clip. Mm-hmm. No! <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I do have a clip. Which one? Um, <laughs> do you really have a clip? I do have a clip. <laughs> Last night, Sage and I and some friends were in VR. We were playing VR chat pretty late at night. And we Man, went. VR chat, if you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about or have never experienced it, it is, it's a world. It's a trip. It's a world, sir. VR chat is uh, kind of like an open world game like you would find in like Second Life. An OWG. Things of the sort. It's, but in VR, it's like shitty Ready Player One. It's yes. like not quite Ready Player Ready One. Player one. <laughs> it's adult Roblox. Sounds perfect. It's uh, Game people Boy make Ready Player worlds. One. You can yeah. do anything in it, you can do anything. Uh, and one of the worlds was two of the world. Some of the worlds we went to were strip clubs. Yes, I've never been to a real strip club. I, I have also been never been to club. a strip club. So, uh, I went to Jumbo's Clown Room, like which is not. Joe and I were in a strip club last week. Um, <laughs> sure. We, I one. hope you're wearing masks. Yep. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I mean, that's where they were distributing well, the vaccine. And right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No go real straight dollars. Through. Short line. Money um, this is for Pfizer and Moderna, yep. and those are the strippers. <laughs> and then this line is for Johnson and Johnson, which is actually another uh-huh. stripper. But Wait. over here is where you get your <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's Johnson and Johnson. Here's, here's Johnson and Johnson. The vaccines. <laughs> yes. Here's Johnson and Johnson uh, and Johnson. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, <laughs> um, gentlemen, I hope your dicks are hard and your ones are ready. We've got Johnson and Johnson coming to the stage, <laughs> and they're going to be seventy percent effective at giving you a boner. <laughs> I would like my vaccine stripper name to be Fauci Ouchie. Yes! <laughs> I do like Fauci Ouchie. I really enjoy when I read that, that people, when people say, I have the Fauci Ouchie, it puts a little smile on my face. Yeah, it's right? fun to say. Every time. Um, okay, so. So Sage, what was this like? So, yeah. Wait, oh, so Sage and I went to a strip club in VR chat, and our avatars. <laughs> our av- the avatars in VR chat are brain melting mm-hmm. yeah like it's just, it's like it's like you somebody made 
these with 3D rendering technology that was coming out in the later stages of like Nintendo 64. Yeah, but now, <laughs> dude, but now. Are they better? They're better, yeah. Oh, there's, oh. there's a lot of physics they put behind it yes. in strange ways depending on the skin. <laughs> so the story that I told this morning was that we had found the back office of the strip club and naturally the, the response was for me to change my skin to a, a stout little mojo Jojo and to scream at Steve, who is dressed up as Kermit in a bikini, um, to like, <laughs> like get a hot there. Kermit. Yeah, yeah, like a really, really hot Super Kermit. Super hot Kermit. Like think um, about Kermit, and then think about a really, really hot woman. Really hot I woman. don't know if I'm gonna be able to finish this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, kind of... Oh, don't about worry, I'll show 15 you. 15 minutes in to us role-playing, me being the manager of the strip club, and Steve being an underpaid and poorly cared for stripper yeah. with an with an addiction issue. Um, and I was screaming at him uh, to get out there and pay off those tits. Like literally uh, screaming, <laughs> like yelling in your home. It was about 15 minutes into that that I remembered that it's midnight and I have a downstairs neighbor oh, once no. again. Um, and the walls, I mean, it's an old building. The walls are paper thin. From no. what I understand, he can hear everything oh, um, no. and I cannot provide any sort of context uh, Sage, or no. anything that I said last night. You have to move. I think I'm I think going to have, have to move, move is actually what I think I'm going to have to move. Yeah, I think you do have to move. This now. is not the first time I've had this issue. It's specifically because um. like when you have a VR headset on, it's so easy to like forget about your actual surroundings. Yes. It mm -hmm. is genuinely very immersive and you're with your friends and you're having a good time and then you're just like, oh no, I'm in my apartment and that weird thing I just bumped into is my cat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or like, I, you, you could very easily hurt yourself if you're not careful. It's very important to make sure you set up your boundaries and stuff like that. Make sure your boundaries are good and all objects are outside of said boundaries. And if they're in said boundaries, make sure that you acknowledge them on the moment by moment basis in which you are inside the virtual reality setting that's very that's awesome joe that's that's like yeah that's it i don't talk much um, okay so i don't have the the clip of that i'm I, glad i I, good, I, good. I have something a little different which is i think which i haven't seen i think yeah because you don't even know what clip i have no and i don't know what i look like when doing any of these yeah. things because it's first person you can't he's about yourself. to play the clip of you as a child actor you know that right <laughs> It's gonna be Tim and Eric again. It's gonna be all Tim and Eric. All the food is fun. All the food is fun. All right. Probably would be better. I think it might at this point be better. <laughs> you guys ready for this? I'm ready. Y'all yeah. ready for this? Okay, here we go. Pins and needles. Pins and needles. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There you are. So there's Sage dancing on the stripper pole as hot Kermit. Is that a tattoo on the back there? You got a little tattoo on your Yeah, it's a it's a glowing tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> it glows. Oh, there's not you guys do not have a well attended strip um, club. For our audio <laughs> listeners only, um Sage, could you describe oh. in detail what's going on here in this yes, video Sage, just so please. we can take yeah, a picture? Please. Um so uh the setting is uh it's a, a wood paneled stage in a um empty strip club. The lights are kind of a pinkish red hue Got and it. it's approaching completely the pole empty. Is, uh, it's completely empty. Not yeah, a per not another soul. Empty. Yeah. Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> other than Drew, who occasionally passes by. Yeah, and who sat down to watch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the stage, you'll see um, a, a tall, lean Kermit with uh, an absolute dump truck. Yeah, uh, with, with crazy <laughs> physics. Uh, physics. Yeah, 100%. And um, the kind of boob physics that don't occur in nature no, in any capacity. No. Uh, this is like Kermit's on frogs. a Big Johnson t-shirt. Remember the Big Johnson t-shirts? That's what Kermit is no, right now. No, what the hell is a Big Johnson t-shirt? Dude, look up Big Johnson t-shirts later. Okay. <laughs> Are those the ones that just like have the body on it? It, they're just ridiculous, like, uh, man, what's the nice way That's to say what I was it? thinking. I'll say rural culture, um, like, we love trucks and fishing and hunting, and every time we put it on a shirt, it's with just, like, like Jim Lee era, but grosser um, depictions of women. Got it. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, so Kermit oh, yeah, is also I wearing see. a tiny G-string, uh, thigh-high glitter <laughs> tights. Uh, with a with a harness on it and uh, some, of course, like also knee high stripper boots. Um, but she still has like you the forgot Kermit. the garter. There's a garter. Oh yeah, the garter. Yeah, that's what it is. The garter up around the leg. But she still has the, like the the thing around Kermit's the neck, collar, whatever that like yeah. collar frill thing is. <laughs> and and she's got those like gothic it's boots with the big heels that give me anxiety when I see people wearing. It's them. basically yes. o- it, yeah. the only thing that is Kermit about this is from the collar up. Yeah, and so the like green you, skin. And the, the green, green skin. It, and I and was a lot also of, the similar kind of vibe. There's just like a similar <laughs> charisma. Yeah, I was I also we were both that Kermit, by the way. Yes. Elliot Elliot sent over in the chat uh, a, a Big Johnson just the example. Group, uh, group, group <laughs> in the, text. In the brain trust. In the brain yeah, trust. Yeah. Oh, in brain anyway. trust. Okay, I'll check it out. They're ridiculous. And I just they were everywhere. I just remember seeing them everywhere growing up in Montana. Yeah. I didn't know they had a name. That's very informative. Um <laughs> Now you know. So you you danced around and then that was it. You guys, did you meet anybody? Yeah, I mean, you always run into people and it's always strange and Mm -hmm. it's never normal. Nope. Ever. (laughs) Is this how we get you two to play VR with us? I mean, they both have. I mean, you're selling it. Yeah, I'll do it. I've done that before. It's it's fun. I'm in charge, so I'm I'm, I'm ready. A Valley Folk tries VR chat. I would we get that. Sage in there as our special guest to show us around, like the VR world, essentially. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I've been there before, so Elliot. I would, I would love to be there on your maiden voyage too, because man. I think your mind would be blown. Great, so down. ridiculous. Let's make content out of it. As someone who got to see Elliot's face the first time he watched Cats, I feel like we'd have a very similar experience. Yeah, yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that was the, the, rough. The one. only thing is, is like if we do this. We're going to have to do some very careful censoring. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> of audio and video. Yeah. Um, but the gold will come out of something like that. Like, that would be an amazing thing for us to do, I think. Yeah, you just got to make little challenges out of it. We did it back, whack, back, back, and back when I was at Smosh. We did it back, whack, back, back, back when I was at Smosh. Um, yeah, you just make little challenges and you just go for it and have fun. Yeah. It's great good stuff uh but like yeah it. sage and i we we kind of like we'll jump into vr chat every once in a while because it's like fun to hang out in there yes it's like you're hanging out with your friends in these like weird worlds and um and then there's fun but shit do you- to do like remember one time we found this world where you could spider-man everywhere you could like yeah, it had like a giant jungle gym essentially, and you had grappling cool. hook guns, yeah. and you could just 
swing Whoa, to fence cool. and punch my microphone. Not trail. quite Terrible Ready noise. Player One. I'm telling you. It really is. It no, it like, really is. But it was it's like VR Spider-Man. Like imagine yeah. VR Spider-Man swinging through buildings yeah. and stuff like that. That's I think I'd hit something in my living room. <laughs> be, that would take some time to get used to. You get used yeah, to the fair. boundary. Once you set Do it you up. Meet, yeah. Is it open source? Like you'll meet strangers or oh, is yes. it like yes. your mm-hmm. friends or wow. Oh, it's completely oh, public. <laughs> It's- and you know how like the internet is like, oh, it's anonymous, and I'm hiding behind a name, mm-hmm. like a like a, a screen yeah. name, and I'll say and do whatever I want, but it's text form. They do it with their voices. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's so crazy. I like, don't know. Laugh. That seems like a. I'd get my feelings hurt really quickly somehow, <laughs> even though when, I'm on. Oh, VR. dude, they people are like aggressive too. Yeah, like, people yeah. Are wild. People get oh. crazy aggressive. Like, you shouldn't be doing this. Like you oh, yeah. shouldn't be in this. Like you, it's like there's you dark clearly corners. are an unwell individual that needs like social, like real life world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think about like, I think about being a teenager and playing video games, like playing Call of Duty on voice chat in like right. early high school, and like the kind of things that like middle school, high school boys would mm-hmm. say on there. Yeah, but like just it's just the same thing but it's with like the that, opportunity but, to troll you more yeah and, yeah. and they way worse and and it's yeah and, and it's like but it's somehow worse than like even like when you're playing online shooting games <laughs> really selling it here i think it sets the tone of <laughs> well, like that sounds like a horrible here, experience get like everyone's getting fucky here you but, know what i mean it sets the yeah. tone of like yeah. i'm gonna be a like tits out Kermit and I'm going to run <laughs> uh-huh. around and say very offensive things to strangers. It really does set a tone for that. Yeah. And also yeah. like, we do you, not. you can leave, you can leave the area that those people are yeah. in. And most of the time they won't follow you. You can mute people. You can block you can mute oh, people. Can you can block them. You can run away. You can go to a private room with your friends. You can kind of control. You can seek shelter. You can control basically. the narrative. You yeah. can basically yeah. control any aspect of the game. But that's where a fun like gamification happens yeah. where it's like I okay we're playing the game where you just have to go in and get 10 compliments yeah, <laughs> and like that's, that's the game dude I I like wow. you could go in there and just like be a character and everyone will be like here's this character and they just accept you as this character it's really like it's 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 very strange it's, it's very see that that part sounds fun though the the anonymity and being like yeah I don't. I wouldn't want to do it in like I'm gonna go yell at people way, but no. the Kermit thing is wonderful. I, I mean, it's I'm just, interested. It's scared. Yeah. It's just like if you if you are if if you think you'd have fun being in a ridiculous 3D immersive environment where anything can happen, then like you should try it because that's <laughs> what it is. It's very interesting, the anonymity part of it, right? Like, because I'm thinking about how I play games. And essentially, it's a game, but it's it's a game meets a little bit too close to reality in a weird um, uh, mm-hmm. fever dream of an existence. <laughs> yes. yes. And you're talking about, like, you, you have this skin so you can say and do anything you want. And I'm thinking about how I am, and I don't. Like, I, st- I could be embodying a character, and mm-hmm. I still probably couldn't say the things, and I'd have a hard time mm-hmm. not feeling embarrassment. Yeah, and being being and doing something I'm not and that that's because this is again but it's too close to me being you me. know how to and do I, you know how to do character work though like if you thought about it as like a long form improv that you were doing where you're like having a British accent and walking yeah. around and just being of a goofy dude 
Yeah, of but course. I see where that's totally different than being like, I wouldn't normally say this offensive thing, and because I'm, yeah. yeah, that's like, right. That's a, that implies that you want to say that right, in some exactly. way, which is weird. Dude, <laughs> like every time it, somebody gets called out for saying something on the internet that they like accidentally said on Twitch while they were gaming, it's like it was in your vocabulary. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's connecting to my gaming experience in my mind, though, and I want to know how you guys feel about this because I'm thinking like when I play RPGs or very like choice based. Uh, narrative in a gaming experience where it's like I could either kill this person and take all their stuff or do the nor the more noble version and uh, be kind to them and befriend oh, them. Oh, dude, this and is make why sure... I can't play I Among Us. Never, or, I, I never choose the evil <laughs> the evil portion. Do you guys find that like I'm always trying to 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 chase the path of good in in fake video games. Even if it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Even if if there's literally zero consequences other than your own personal feelings. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, most of the time. I mean, I I will forever uh, not be able to live down. The first time I played Fallout 4 on Twitch, um, I was in one of the first battles and I was punching mole rats because that was the thing and I didn't have a weapon yet. And dog meat, the dog that you have, your companion in the game jumped up and I accidentally punched my dog companion. Oh, and dog I meat. had to pause the game because I cried. Like, I yeah. lost it. I was so not okay. And for the rest of my life, people will have seen that vulnerability on the internet and tell me that I punched dogs because of it. <laughs> Um, oh, no. It's the worst when I go somewhere new. I remember the first couple Smosh videos I did. People would come into the chat and be like, "Sage punches dogs," and I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> God, wait, hold on, guys. Yeah. Not here, guys. Not at my new thing. This is like my new thing. Let's right. not not like, on the first day." Don't uh, tell my employers that I punch dogs. Thank you very much. That's not true. There's context to this. It's like real later on, someone have... someone's like, "Hey, Sage, like great job today." Um, just I have to ask, what's this punching dogs thing? What's... <laughs> Sage, have you ever been uh, recognized? recognized on the street and as they pass and they have a dog they sort of grab their dog and sort of hold them away from you (laughs) but i worry for when like no 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 (laughs) no i mean like it's hard when there's video games where like you have to hurt a dog like i I, it's so hard it's like like uh the last of us 2 had a thing where you had to hurt dogs and it was it was miserable every time <laughs> no i tend to tap out of those games like i can't play red dead redemption because it requires too much just like animal cruelty to yeah. like survive and get through yeah uh the last of us i did a 12-hour stream playing through the last of us when it dropped and by the end of it i was emotionally dead for like four days yeah like it takes a lot out of me but also like D sits in a different space for me because i can like completely character brain to D. When I'm making choices in a video game, for some reason, I take it more personally. But like, I play a lot of D and D. It's not subtle. Um, <laughs> what if What if the Mario games replace the turtles with dogs? <laughs> and then you have to question why to we're clip. more okay with. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> why are we more okay with hurting turtles than dogs? Let's actually right? cut to a clip. Hey, welcome to the ad read portion of the podcast. Thank you for listening to us thus far. Please listen through this and and. Try the service because you trying these services helps us and it helps you and it helps them. It's just a bunch of helping. And today, everybody, we're going to talk about Chime. Um, Hot take. Your bank account should work with you, not against you, is what the copy says. And what that means, everybody, is that when you put your money into a banking institution, it should be making money for you, not taking money from you without you knowing because of things like fine print and and we like fine things in this world 
but fine print is not one of them. That's more of an oxymoron. All right, we need a bank that works with us to help uh, save our money and make our money grow. And Chime is an award-winning app and debit card with no hidden fees or monthly minimums, everybody. You earned your money. You deserve to keep it. Chime has a bunch of cool stuff. I'm going to talk about them here because this is the part of the copy where it says, get everybody excited about Chime. And we can do that because they've got things like fee-free overdraft on up to $100 in debit purchases with SpotMe. It's like overdraft protection, but better. It's like your your finances are surrounded by the Avengers, but the one that cares about money the most is helping you. So I guess that I guess that's Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man's here. Get your paycheck, benefits, stimulus check, and tax return up to two days earlier with direct deposit. Uh, time is money, everybody. And if you can save some time and get in your money, that's like double money in my book. So take that to the the Chime Bank, and cash it. There's no hidden fees or monthly minimums. Plus, 38,000 fee-free ATMs with MoneyPass and Visa Plus Alliance. That's really cool. And also, hey, check this out. Security. Turn on alerts to let you know when your card is used and instantly block your card if something seems fishy, which is important because my cards have been used by nefarious people before and it's uh, it's a hell to deal with. You're like, I didn't go to Italy right now. Why, why am I spending money in Italy right now? And then you got to call your bank and you got to wait for them to verify if they're wrong. And then they, they take forever to shut down the system. And in doing that, you're, you're filling your anxiety bank with a lot more anxiety because you don't know how much of your money is being spent in Italy. If you have the power in your hands to just turn it off right away, bam, that's heaven. Also, save on autopilot when you sign up for a chime spending account you can enroll in an optional savings account and grow your savings automatically with 0.5 percent annual percentage yield that is 10 times the national average and how often are you allowed to have 10 times more than the thing of something that other people get you know they get that but you get 10 times more than that that's great. And just so you know, you uh, you have to get the Chime spending account. That's the required part. Savings account is optional. And uh, yeah, you should do it. Join the millions on Chime. Sign up takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. That's another bonus. Apply now at Chime.com slash ValleyCast. That's Chime.com slash ValleyCast. And this is, this is the part that is really fun. Check this out. Chime is a financial technology company. Banking services provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $100 by Chime. Early direct deposit depends on the payer. Out-of-network cash withdrawal fees apply. Third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Go to Chime.com slash TheValleyCast for details. <laughs> All right, back to the show. That's, that's Kermit. That's Kermit dancing again for all of you that are on the audio. And and they are not speaking in any type of hyperbole when they say that those physics are there. They are there. there. Those physics are certainly present. And man, it's weird (laughs) when you actually actually take yourself out of the moment and and realize what you're looking at. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's hard how quick you accept it. It's uh, the brain is like okay. We felt like last night I was in there. Wait, I, before like everyone got into play, and I was just in this like room, this place, and I could it was silent, and then all of a sudden from like the distance, I could hear a human person going, and I was just like, yeah, yeah I'm here. That's I'm in VR chat. 
<laughs> Welcome. I'd Dude, never do it alone. There was a guy, like, I, I remember we were, like, at a pool table, and we were trying to play pool, and at one point, someone who was dressed like Kermit, just regular Kermit, he started to come out of the pool table, and he came, like, up to my face and said, Hey, man, I'll suck your pee-pee. Like, <laughs> I was like, all right, you okay. know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna yeah. go. <laughs> but first, uh, three ball corner pocket. <laughs> I mean, it's just bonkers, man. It's really bonkers. Circling back to role playing games, Elliot, Joe, do you play like tabletop RPGs or like D and D at all? I have played. D D once i think it was with trisha um it's not that i wouldn't and it's not that i don't enjoy them i just don't uh frequent the friend groups that do you guys yeah. played munchkin which is kind yeah. of like D D light munchkin's it's, great it's intro yeah it's it's yeah. like me yeah. D D light what about you Elliot? uh i like all of them but i don't know how to play any of them they all seem cool have you never played like, D? well here's no, a I've piece of trivia for i'm you. very in, intrigued by it but Can i, I, you I don't know the rules i don't understand it did will you, you know? will you come and be in your first D and D game with me? Yes, absolutely. Oh, dude! Please, I yeah. truly would love to play it because it seems like a subculture and that I know really nothing about. But can we can we guess? Let's just say it's like I guess medieval realm D and D type of scenario that we we're playing in. Okay. What do we think Elliot would choose as his avatar? Ooh, like what kind of character would he build? What character, what uh, class, what job, what skills? What do we think he would be? I mean, it's not something you could just you could just decide, you know? Like, you got to really, like, it's got to be based on what you want inside you, mm-hmm. right? I have guesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's have your guesses. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, when I say I'm a big D&D nerd, I mean, there are, like, stacks upon stacks of D&D accessories that she stole it from people By that she way, murdered. You, <laughs> did you know, Sage, that Joe and Elliot were supposed to be in the Cats RPG, but they couldn't do it. They were they were busy. They were like, yeah, what happened? You guys just gone. both it was a scheduling conflict. You guys just couldn't do it. But broke my heart. But that could have been like their been. first RPG. That would have been a hell of an intro. It would have been well, a hell of an Elliot's we'll find something yes. to RPG. It. But we've been trying to think of a way to get Elliot to do something like that. And Sage, if you could take his hand into the D&D world. That's my whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I, as somebody who like makes, I, I would say 50% of the content that I make is tabletop content and D&D content. My favorite thing is introducing new players, particularly people who are already that are like improvisers and performers in some capacity and like kind of breaking down that barrier of the game rules because the game rules don't fucking matter and they never mm. mattered. And that's, that's the secret. That's they the thing about the rules. Mattered. They're there to break. They're they, there to break. They literally never mattered. And you don't have to know any of them. You just have to improvise. And then the person who's leading the game will tell you like, okay, yeah, roll a, a dice DM, for that. Then uh, you need a, you gotta have a dungeon master that takes it seriously, but not but doesn't take it seriously. Exactly. You know what I mean? Kaylee Bray. Can I give her a shout out? She's we can like, all, I'm always down to give Kaylee a shout dude, out. We love Kaylee her. was our DM GM. Mm-hmm. Awesome lady on the cats RPG. Yes. Which is on the Valley folk channel, by the way, if you guys never seen it, it's there. It's so good, but she's uh, incredible. And if you're a good fucking DM, like she is, mm-hmm. then she rolls. They roll with the punches and you, yeah. and if you, you could throw whatever the hell you want at them. And they're usually very open to being like, if you don't know shit about D&D, like we are here to take your hand. We're here to make this easier on you. 
that's, that's what my whole thing. And Steve got to play again with us recently. Steve came and guested on our our Disney Princess D and D show. That's fun. Um, Tell him what it's called. It was wonderful. I like it. It's, it's called Damsel's Dice and Everything Nice. Oh, oh, it's a lovely name. Yeah. And Sage plays Princess Leia. It's like all I the do. Disney princesses on an RPG yeah. journey. Who are you, Steve? I was Bing Bong from uh, Pixar's <laughs> Inside Out. And he was great. It was yeah. wonderful. He had props and shit. Yeah, I, had, I could cry candy, and I had, I had like, the hat, and, like, I don't know. We Disney bound a little bit. We did yeah. a little Disney bounding. We do a light dress up, um, but, like. Okay, what do we think Elliot is? Okay. What is Elliot? What is Elliot? So. Because I have my guesses, too, but you go first. I think that you would build. I don't know why, but the first thing that came to mind was you building a monk, which is very strange, but that's that's what like, came to I'll mind like, for I'll you, take Elliot. It. It's a good call. Like is he monk. a monk, is he a monk fighter? Like, does he martial arts monk? Yeah, yeah. So like, the play style of monks typically are like you punch and you punch a bunch of times. Yeah, I love that. You punch, a punch a monk. Punch. Monk a punch. My yeah. favorite cereal is monk a punch. <laughs> As opposed to having to like do spells and stuff like that. Sure. I, that would be my guess. Elliot mm -hmm. could just be wow. Link, wouldn't you? Like, wouldn't you do? You kill a Link. Yeah, I like would a do a Link. Zelda Link. Yeah. Because I was initially thinking maybe elf archer. Okay. Oh, that's an elf nice. archer with like maybe some yeah. thief abilities. That's a little link. Mm -hmm. little link. Uh, a little I'm getting rogue. excited already. Mm -hmm. Because I was thinking maybe also wizard, but it's, wizards can be so complicated. But uh, I, then I was like, maybe Elliot just makes it really easy and he goes super masculine and he's just this bruiser of a warrior. He's got he's like a barbarian. A, he's got hey, a cod piece. Hey, he's yeah. got that's it. Hey, he's got a big old axe and he's just slamming through everything. You know what? Else, you guys know what else Elliot could be? Somebody, somebody fucking cool for once. What? I like that one too. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot okay. punched me. Elliot Here punched my, me. Oh no! Did you? <laughs> Nasty, no. Elliot I gave you the monk punch. Elliot it's weird that it changes your eye color. Thank you. I think I might keep I, it. <laughs> I think I think Sage might have nailed it. The monk, that's great. That would be so right. That's good. I like Archer. Pitch. My official pitch is a Valley Folk D and D game, but everyone builds the closest thing they can to their actual self. <laughs> well, <laughs> completely removes all of the escapism. Yeah. Completely <laughs> removes all of the escapism from D and D. Joe has to build Joe to the best of his ability in Dungeons and Dragons, or who you would be at least. Use if you had access character to character profiles of D and D. I love those. The best part about knowing D&D &D is being able to theorize like what class a Scooby-Doo character would be or like anime people. Yeah. Cuz hmm. Scooby So do you you just say these things when you're playing like you don't have I know so little no, about No, please it, like, ask any questions. <laughs> do you don't have you have pieces that you like or you just say like you have dice. Mm -hmm. I know that. Yeah. And then you just see who's going up against each other and then you make yeah. your journey through a <laughs> it's so sweet. It's so what's so yeah? Sweet. What's the purpose of the the overall uh, game? Okay, so role <laughs> playing is when you pretend. Okay, that I got. That was truly. That's all I got. Sometimes that's for an in person game, people will use like terrain and minis. 
Um, or like virtually, there are like virtual tabletop versions. So like, let's say you're in a dungeon, just standard, typical. There are like virtual maps so you can like get an idea of where you would be in it. But if you're not using any of those things, that's referred to as theater of the mind. Um, so it'll be like, all right, you enter into a dungeon. The dungeon has three uh, different corridors that you can go down. To the left, there's a cold breeze. Down the center, uh, you can see a flickering of light and to the right, it's completely dark. And your party would be like, okay, I think we should go to the right. Right. But you're making the the dungeon masters making this up. Yeah. Game sometimes game. depending on like who the dungeon master is, some of them like really pre-prepare things, and some of them completely improvise it. Gotcha. It's just mm -hmm. it's an it's an improv cool. exercise for everybody. And then it would be like, okay, you see an enemy down there, right? They describe them to you, and you could be like, okay, I wanna I wanna shoot an arrow at it. And then you would roll to see if you succeed at shooting the arrow. I see. Um, and then you would like, if you choose to be like, okay, great. Uh, I shoot it through his eyeball. I want it to go straight through to the wall behind him. Right. So you would like describe it then. Fun. Um, okay. It's like I'm writing a book in real time with your friends yes. with the element of chance. And uh, dude, I have a, some people will be like this campaign, this, this, this one that we're doing is going to last seven months and we're going to get together once a week and they just do the story oh, yeah. that long. Yeah. Or you can sit for years. Yeah. Or you can sit down and be like, okay, we're going to do a campaign tonight. We're going to yeah, drink beer. One we're going to have a campaign, but people like, wow, yeah, really getting immersed into it. It's yeah. going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. I yeah, love please. This. I'm down. I'm I now, now we just need to make you accountable for it. We'll, we'll, oh. we'll, we'll hold you to this. Steve, you know it. You know Sage, I will what's, do this. What's your go-to, Sage? What's your go-to character? Like, if you're just like, oh, I have to choose right now, this is what I'm going to usually do. I like the class Druids. Druids are able to um, shapeshift into animals at any point. And there That's are a bunch of fun. different kinds of them. So, like, you get to choose where your magic comes from, and they're, like, you know, watery or fiery, or, like, you choose, like, an element to connect with. It makes me feel like an, a character out of Avatar The Last Airbender a little bit. Yeah, um, give me those Earthbenders, baby. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Elliot played the. Uh, remember we did that like text D and D thing. Oh, you know that website. <laughs> AI, dungeon? Yeah. AI dungeon. AI yeah. dungeon. Oh, I love AI dungeon. We did AI dungeon once. Oh, AI dungeon's so good. Yeah, <laughs> that was like that was a little bit of an intro to D and D for you there, Elliot. So like you're not. I you're... feel like it's yeah, yeah, it's so seeped into the culture that I'm in that I will pick up on it. But it right. does seem so freeform that it's intimidating. Like right. it seems like, mm -hmm. like you're saying. That. I agree, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. scary. It's <laughs> it depends on who you play with, and just like you can't go wrong, and that's kind of the best part of it. Right, Great. right. You really can't do anything wrong. I mean, I guess in the worst case scenario, your character dies, but like that'd be really mean of a DM to do to you. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've actually never played a and D game where like you could you can die. Yeah. I mean, like look, lots of them will do it. Like, I play in a weekly game on my channel on Friday nights, and, like, one of our characters just died. Yeah. Because, like, why not? Because we, we didn't like him. Right. I remember, was, no, we love her. Remember we did <laughs> that know. murder mystery thing, and, and I died, like, yes. right away? That we, you that chose was, to. I chose to, yeah. <laughs> I hosted um, a virtual murder mystery party for Halloween on um, my other channel, Pixel Circus. Um, and I invited a bunch of friends in to do like a virtual version of like murder mystery dinner theater kind of thing. Um, and it was like, there were like 17 of us on the stream at the same time. And I know, I know Steve 
well enough to know that low commitment is ideal. <laughs> Especially if it's something where you're like, it could go for four hours. Right. It was a three hour stream. Yeah. And I was like, Steve, someone has to be the first person to die to like kick off the night. That was the only planned yeah. death of the evening. Yeah. And I was like, Steve, you trying to get killed like, first? And he was like, Absolutely. yeah, if I could pop in and pop out and that's helpful, then I call me. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah, that was a really fun one. I like that. But I, but Sage really introduced me kind of more to the RPG world also with like cats and uh, and then all the things she's invited me to that I've guested on here and there. And it's really awesome. It's like it's a lot of fun. It's it's just, you know, it's a fucking game. If you like. Yeah. Game, oh, yeah. You'll love it's it. It's so funny because it's like everybody's doing it in their life in one way or another. And um, it's been so closely connected negatively to like nerd culture back in the nineties. And now it's more accepted, but like fantasy football is sports D and D. Yeah. Like, what are you putting on it. a Jersey and cosplaying as your favorite character? <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's I mean, it. That's just truth. The yeah. similarities are similar, more similar than you think. Hmm. And, and with that, I want to say, let's wrap this up. Yeah, that was great. It was good. I Love was, it. I, Sage, what a goddamn son of a bitch treat it was to have you here. That's another item from that food menu. <laughs> a goddamn son of a also, bitch treat. Also one of the quotes from that ripoff uh, Mario game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 100% yeah. Toad gets on and goes, what a goddamn son of a bitch treat. <laughs> but Sage, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to appear on this old thing, the Valley Happy Cast. To be here. Love to. Um, please plug all the things that you would like to plug at this exact moment. Go. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, I go by Not Sage everywhere on the internet. I'm a, a streamer. I play games and chat. We focus on just kind of spending time with the community. I have the channel that I referenced earlier called Pixel Circus, where we make shows. Uh, about Woo. gaming and nerd shit um and uh but I, no circuses no mm -hmm. circuses none whatsoever uh, no circus we, we talk about games and we play games um and then i also pop up on smosh games uh usually at least once a week i'm around um and oh i'm on the official DD uh youtube and twitch channel now for a thing called the Black Dice Society that's really cool. It's a horror RPG game. Everything that I described to you tonight about D&D &D being like fun and lighthearted and no consequences is the exact opposite of that show. Whoa, uh, this is serious everything and Everything is scary. horrifying and the consequences are massive. And I'm I'd like to start with that one. <laughs> you got it, Elliot. <laughs> you heard the man. Uh, All right. <laughs> Sage, you should, try, you should try sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, not quite for this me time <laughs> give a couple years give a couple years you'll get there this you'll, you'll like the it valley cast brought to you by sleep mm. who's someday from who <laughs> who's providing <laughs> you can use uh, our guys, promo code and then maybe you could get some uh, uh thanks for listening please go check out uh bitly.com slash movie movie game and share that with your friends and family because that's another game one that we made yeah. we made a game and pre-orders are still open closing soon and yeah i'm finishing up filming another episode um today and that'll Ooh. come out soon and it's got a fun twist oh, no. and there's kermit there's back <laughs> there's kermit yep that's me uh, for yeah, our bad. audio uh, listeners, Joe, could you just describe what's happening on the stage real fast as an yeah, outro? Yeah, we, we have got uh, an elongated Kermit the Frog body with curves, uh, scantily clad. Um, this specific Kermit uh, decided to color 
Uh, make sure the colors were all the same. White. Uh, we have the neck. Um, what is that? A collar? A collar. Kermit's classic white collar on there, uh, flanked by um, some scantily uh, bosom holders. Uh, scant, I suppose you'd say, bosom holders, uh, going down to a really, really, really minimalistic uh, white thong, um, which is right above um, some very, very long legs that are covered mostly by white stockings and some very very high boots with high heels as well like i said before i'm getting uh, a little bit of anxiety from it not because of the sexual nature but because i'm really worried for kermit's ankles Mm -hmm. so that's where we're at and kermit's spinning on a stripper pole (laughs) kind of kind of i mean (laughs) honestly i wanted to say that sage did a great job because she's putting her actual real life hand out as if to hold the pole and, but knowing where it is and then being able to spin around that in vr chat is very difficult so great job sage thank good job, job sage thank you everybody <laughs> all right well thank you guys for listening to slash watching the valley cast if you want to see the video obviously go to youtube.com slash the valley folk you'll be able to check out this video there on the channel thank oh, you oh and today after this recording steve will make your video live well, oh yeah the, yeah your new uh, show this year your new show Hey, this yeah. you with Anna Laurie and myself. We look at TikTok videos nice. sometimes, and we go, "Hey, this you," and it's, uh, and then we have some fun with it, and it's great because you get to see the weird TikToks that show up in my algorithm, which is absolutely bonkers now. So yeah, um, they live stream it on Twitch, and then we do a cut down on YouTube, and we're posting that on YouTube right now. Yes. Yay! All right. Well, thank you, Sage, for coming. Thank, thank you, Sage. You. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.